We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, guys? Welcome into your Monday quick-hitting edition of the OBR Film Breakdown. I'm your host, Jake Burns. We have, like I said, a quick edition of the show today, Monday. Not much happens over the weekend, but as I'm recording this kind of early here on Monday, uh, life got in the way a little bit last night and this morning, there's been some stuff to at least expand a little bit of uh, the Browns news, right? Latest Browns news, what we try to catch up on over the weekend, and there was really not much. But uh, we will say that we have noticed a couple things, uh, some guys coming in on visits, uh, Siake Ika, the defensive tackle out of Baylor, Javon Dexter, defensive tackle out of Florida, and then Jam- uh, Jamie Robinson, that's uh, J-A-M-M-I-E, uh, that's not Jamie, which is what a lot of people like to pronounce, it's actually Jamie Robinson, so Jamie also came in for a visit, and uh, among other things that happened this weekend and into Monday here, Michael Dunn resigned. so the Dunn resigning is helpful, I think it does. Uh, some interesting things for the Browns' offensive line. It provides a level of depth. As we were looking at the interior O-line, we were a little bit concerned about, uh, obviously, losing so many pieces as they have. Just guys that were able to come in, Yodi Froholt, right? And then, uh, obviously, losing Chris Hubbard and some of the security that comes with those guys. You can see why we'd be a little concerned going into this offseason as Hans has already gone somewhere else over time. Guys that have provided depth, right? And Michael Dunn was one of those who had been out. Uh, Dunn actually is now, uh, if you saw this morning, his agent confirmed he's re-signed. So this will be his third year in Cleveland. Uh, Has never played more than 128 snaps. If you recall, he came along during that 2022 postseason run late in that season. So he re-signs. If you paid attention last year, he played in the first eight games of the season and played a lot of the uh, extra tight end where the Browns were leading the league in six offensive linemen. So he was on the field for 13 pass block snaps and 67 run block snacks, snaps. Actually snuck out on two pass plays. That was way back in week one. But yeah, so Michael Dunn is back. He didn't play, like I said, more play in 2021, but not much, right? Only only 128 snaps. He's dealt with back injuries. I know in 21, he was out several weeks with back injuries. And then just this last year, 
the back gave him an issue and caused him to miss and be put on the IR late in the season. So with this signing, I would not imagine it is all too much money. Uh, obviously, when guys of, of offensive line are, uh, of your offensive line are dealing with back injuries, repetitive back injuries over years, you can see why that's a that's a pretty primary concern about a guy's ability to stay on the field. Now, they're not expecting Michael Dunn to stay on the field, but they need him to be out there in some spot duty on occasion, and you need that back to hold up. So I'm sure the Browns protected themselves with this deal. He's competing with Forbes, Dawson Deaton, many of those interior guys that they'll bring in. They like to UDFA that position, and they might even draft a guy, which we're going to talk about in just a minute. But, yes, yeah, nice to see them bring back Michael Dunn. I think it makes a ton of sense for them to add some security there and not feel forced to take a player unless they absolutely love them. So that is a key move. Uh, another piece before we jump to my five offensive linemen on the big board, and I'm combining the entirety of the offensive line is we still don't think it's a huge need. So I will just talk about five offensive linemen who have caught my eye a little bit. I'm ruling out center just a heads up on that because I think the Browns are too deep at center and they obviously committed Ethan Postage money and, and you got Harris still on a rookie deal. So it doesn't make sense to chase a center unless that center has really good positional flexibility. But uh, you know how big a fan I am of Dane Brugler. He put out his full 254 pick mock draft just this morning and here is who he had the Browns taking. A lot of names on here you know I like, right? Javon Dexter, who we just mentioned, came to Cleveland for a top 30 visit. Explosive defensive tackle. Has some consistency things he needs to figure out. Some twitchiness off the ball, but that's pick 74. Yaya Diaby, the edge from Louisville. Again, a nice player uh, that can play both facets. And, and, and I think is, as he's a little older, though, he's got some room to grow uh, still, I believe. The pick that makes the least amount of sense here is Jake Hayner. The quarterback out of Fresno State at pick 111. I really do not see the Browns picking any quarterback. Uh, in this draft, I'd be a little bit surprised. I could see like a Dorian Thompson-Robinson late. But Jake Hayner going uh, to to pick 111 here, quarterback out of Fresno State, would be a real surprise to me. Uh, Jamie Robinson, again, connecting the dots. Maybe Dane did that on his own between visits that have happened. He's pick 126, the safety slot corner hybrid. Out of Florida State, Jacorian Bennett, who's a blazing corner out of Maryland, uh, is overshadowed a bit by his teammate over there, right? But he is uh, a guy that ran a 4 3 2 40. Fun, uh, fun body type. Like, I think he could be a nice moldable corner piece for them. Josh Wiley, the tight end out of Cincinnati, really good blocking tight end at the Senior Bowl, did well and has some pass catching chops as well. Really like that pick at 142. 190 is Keaton Mitchell. The running back from East Carolina, you know I'm a fan of Keaton Mitchell. He can flat out run. That's a good pick right there. Pick 190 if Keaton Mitchell's still there. He's a great change of pace back. Can do some things in the receiving department. And like I said, big plays waiting for him the way he can the way he can run. And then Jake Witt, the offensive tackle, is a really athletic offensive tackle out of Northern Michigan who has a RAS score well above nine. So uh, a fun draft here. Uh, you know, outside of the quarterback pick at 111, I don't think they're going to do that, especially considering having Mond on the roster considering they committed $2 million fully guaranteed to Dobbs. I just don't see a quarterback there. But I get some people want the Browns to add security at the position based on the end of the season for Deshaun Watson. So that part is a bit understandable. We're going to take a quick break, the only break of this podcast, and we'll be right back and we will talk about quickly my five offensive linemen that matter to me on my Browns big board for this draft. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Okay, the first one that has caught my eye through the cycle has been Matthew Bergeron, right? So he is a tackle out of Syracuse. He's actually originally out of Canada. Uh, Has experience, the ability... To play multiple positions. I think some people see him as an eventual guard, which is what I'm drawn to, a tackle who can also play guard, some flexibility, see where he ends up. He grades really well for a lot of scouting services. I think he does really well. He's about 10th or so uh, around the, the offensive tackle position. But again, I think he's a, he's a zone run scheme guy with fantastic run blocking, leg drive, powerful player, 6'5", 318. I do think there's some stuff with the kick slide and hand usage and his pass blocking that can be cleaned up. But again, that's send him off to the Bill Callahan school here and get up the the technique cleaned up and you got something. He spent it right tackle, left tackle. Like I said, there's some projection inside 31 starts at left tackle, eight at right 
But listen, good length, great size, plus strength, good athleticism. Like I said, plays up to speed with good footwork. Football intelligence is there as he understands some of the twist schemes and various things teams throw at offensive linemen these days. So I'm very interested in Matthew Bergeron first and foremost. The second one for me is Chandler Zavala, uh, this guard from, from NC State. Right, He transferred over from Fairmont State, which is D2 originally. He spent three years there, transfers to NC State, played two seasons, 17 career games, 16 at left guard, one at right guard. I just think he's extremely talented. He's powerful. He's got great mental processing awareness. He can really, really zone block. Tight or wide zone experience, which I like. Uh, a big fan of that. Uh, his ability to work double teams and, and knowing the nuances of double teams is what stands out to me. The frame and length are great at this next level, right? 6'4", 322, and he's powerful, right? I think he can handle all three of those interior positions, maybe even play center if you need him to. I do think that he's... A more finesse guy at times, even though he's got a powerful frame. I think he can really do some of the finesse stuff, pulling, getting the angle. So I think he'd be fine playing in space. He's got to clean up some things in the recovery part of pass blocking, but otherwise, like, I just, I see a really talented player. Now, again, he's older. He was in college from 2017, starting at Fairmont State until now, but you're getting a guy who could step in and play right away for you. So, a uh, big fan. Next is Blake Freeland. Again, if you're looking at offensive tackles and you really want to look at the Conklin and Jedrick Wills safety net, 6'8", 302, huge guy, great athleticism. He's got good footwork for the size. The awareness is there, lateral agility. I like his mirroring ability to be able to match some of those speedy edge guys that can give you fits, right? I think he's good there. The good length athleticism I've already talked about. 41 of 45 games in his career. Came at left tackle, 14 at right tackle, one at right guard. Sorry, he started 41 at 45. I said that incorrectly. So 26 at left tackle, 14 at right, and one at guard. Um, but, man, flexible. More flexible than you would think. He was a basketball player in his background, so that definitely stands out. Now, his ability to find success long-term at 6'8", can he anchor, right? He's got to be able to anchor against bull rushes. He's got to be able to play in space, consistently use those long arms and hands. But I think there's a lot to work with there. So I would say third for me is Blake Freeland. Fourth up for me is Braden Daniels out of Utah. All right, fifth-year junior, 6'4", 294. Athletic tackle, he's got good awareness. I think his reactive athleticism is strong, picking up, moving parts, right? Another guy who's played tackle and guard. 49 career starts at Utah, 18 starts at left guard, 14 at left tackle, 11 starts at right tackle. So that's good positional diversity. He's got athletic build. I think he can get to the second level pretty clean. He's got length for the outside. I think he could be an inside guy too because he's powerful enough at that 6'4 size. He can actually get stronger if you ask me. I think his frame could handle more muscle. We'll see if a team's able to do that. But again, what's he need to work on? Anchor, hand fighting, consistent pass block footwork. I think those things would really help him. You know, sometimes the footwork can be different snap to snap. You definitely don't want that, but... He's a swing tackle. He's a Chris Hubbard type, but he's got enough ability here, natural athleticism, the versatility to be able to start somewhere in his NFL career. So that's Braden Daniels out of Utah. And then very last on my list, probably not a guy that's talked about a ton, but I think will be available in some of the later portions of this thing is Nick Broker. Okay. So I, I really like him. He's got good size. Block temperament, I think, is really good. Second level aiming points. I think he takes great angles right? Uh, I think his awareness is strong. He's, he's able to call out, move people around, right? 
He's a durable guy, played 48 games in his four-year career, starting each of the last 36 of those games he, he started in, played in 48. So he was in an RPO zone gap scheme stuff. I think that's exactly what the Browns are going to be moving to, so he's got experience there. He played left tackle but switched to left guard in 2022. So again, inside-out experience. You like that a lot. It's got to sustain blocks a bit more anytime you're in an RPO scheme, right? It's it's a propensity to let off blocks a little too soon because of some of the downfield restrictions that are in place there. But he's got, in my opinion, quality enough movement skills to play interior. Um, the flexibility and balance stuff could could get worked on, but overall I like him. He's, a, like I said, swing tackle, interior player, experience in both. You like that. He's got enough awareness, processing, and I think football intelligence in general to pick up the scheme and be able to come in and play quickly. So if you're looking to improve some of those depth spots, I think you got some guys there. Again, Nick Broker, I think, is available at those spots. If you're looking to take bigger swings at tackle, Blake Freeland, possibly Matthew Bergeron, like I said, then interior guys to, to develop Chandler Zavala, Braden Daniels. Those are my five. There's some others that I'm also interested in, but I think those five stand out to me the most. That's offensive line. We will be switching over to defense here over the next week and a half. We are just a week and a half away from the NFL draft. It's going to be fun. I'll get you the big board on that side of the football uh, pretty soon. So thanks for stopping by here today, guys. Appreciate you being here on a Monday. Um, We'll check back in with you tomorrow, a little more extended episode with the guest. Until then, appreciate you being here. Have a great Monday, and go Browns.